Welcome, everyone, to Force of Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew D. Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host. David Bodcher. Terrific. A whole 13 months of terrific to add to that. <laughs> That's true. Yes, Force of Nature has been on a 13-month hiatus, and we are not recording from our typical place. Uh, every episode except for one, we've recorded in Dave's old home in Salt Lake City, and then we did one in our parents. Yeah. In my parents, uh, they're computer room that was an interesting memorable. one to do <laughs> memorable uh but now we are not even in utah we are in florida we Matt's are... favorite place <laughs> <laughs> you know it's and it's ironic we made so much fun of florida over the years and i think i've even called it the butthole of america and dave you like buttholes so much that you had to come down and move to one i did <laughs> <laughs> you butthole <laughs> uh Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are in, we are in Florida, and we are in Tampa to be more specific, and even more specific, we are in David's closet. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> I, a nice closet. It is. It's a very nice, very <laughs> lovely. I, I love all the bras hanging around. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, Dave is. Um, Dave has moved to Tampa from his old place in Salt Lake City, and I am here on vacation. And we both thought it would be uh, the perfect time to. Start the force of nature back up again. Yeah. And My bonus points for that then, doing this on your vacation. Yeah, I did. I wrote this script on my vacation. And we just we just recorded a little bonus that we just put out right before this one. Uh, so if you're interested in that, Dave and I, we just kind of talk about my vacation a bit. We talk about his, him moving here. Uh, it's only about 15 minutes long. And so if you're interested in that, you go back, go and listen to us t- chat there. But uh, we did it on a separate episode. So anyone who doesn't care about us and only wants to listen to animal stories, then they can do that. Yeah. Now, this episode will be shorter than most because, like I said, I wrote this on vacation. So it's going to be about half an episode, but we're still counting as a full one. Yeah. Typically, I get through an episode in about 20 pages. I got 10. So, (laughs) and plus whatever you got. So it'll be just fine. And what we are doing the episode on is recent animal stories and attacks. Anything, but since we were gone in 2022, it's anything that happened in 2022. Yeah. And there was a lot. We got a 13 month period we could go on. We of. really do. And that's what we're going to try to do. So this is going to be part one, maybe out of a part three series, I'm thinking. Okay. Uh, yeah. So all of these stories are from 2022. And all of today's stories, besides one, takes place in this uh, uh, dumpster fire of a state (laughs) known as Florida. (laughs) Although it is really pretty here, and I've had perfect weather since I've got here. So I can't complain too much. And I did, my sister took me to, uh, what's it called? The park? Uh, The conservation? The conservation Uh, park. Edward Metter Conservation Park, yeah. Yeah, and so my, my goal was to see some gators, and I saw five gators. So I feel pretty happy about that. Sweet. But yes, a lot of crazy stories that happened in the last year, and we're going to do what we can to cover all the ones, you know, we like to cover ones from different different genres. We like some comedy, we like some horror, we like some adventure. Yeah. We really like to sprinkle in it in uh, with, with these types of episodes. See, these are our, some of our favorite episodes to do as well. Yeah. yeah I like these ones a lot. But uh, one thing before we get started, uh, what I really want to do is I want to thank all the listeners who have written in and... Um, they're wondering where we are and how we're doing, if we're okay, and if we're going to continue the show. Um, the answer is yes, we are continuing the show. I can tell you that right now. Yep. <laughs> uh, we, we really appreciate your support in our absence, and we wouldn't do it without you guys. So uh, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. 
Yeah. So what do you say we get going, Dave? Let's do it. And I know you have a few uh, stories you're, you're going to share on gator stories here in Florida yep. that have happened in the last year. Yeah. Okay, so we'll get to those in a bit. I've been trying to keep those a secret because Dana's been bugging me. Oh, I want to hear about them. <laughs> nope. You gotta wait for the podcast. And I don't even think I know which ones you're talking about because I couldn't find any. Sweet. You, you yeah. said, like, oh, I got it. Don't worry. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. So um, I'm going to start off with something I know that everyone likes, a bear attack story. Ooh. So let's go to, let's go back to mid-October of last year. Let's meet two young men, Kendall Cummings and Brady Lowry. They both go to the Northwest College in Powell, Wyoming. Okay. And both are on the wrestling team there. The two guys, along with two other buddies go out to the Shoshone National Forest. Uh, What they're doing is they're hunting for antlers that have fallen from, um, you know, they shed their deer and elk will shed their antlers. Yeah. So a lot of people go looking for them. It's kind of a cool trophy to have. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a cool, kind of a cool thing to go look for. Uh, Then the National Forest is pretty close to Cody, Wyoming, for reference. Okay. So Kendall and Brady split up from the other two uh, near the end of the day. And they go into some thick woods, and Brady saw bear poop all over the place. Oh, what a mess. He looks at Kendall and says, there's a grizzly bear here. And right after he said that, uh, sure enough, a grizzly bear comes right after him. Oh, boy. The bear attacked Brady first, tackling him to the, uh, knocking him into a small gully. The bear bit him in the arm and ended up breaking his arm. Oh, uh, Brady didn't know what to do, so curled up into a ball. You're getting yeah. attacked by a grizzly bear. That's kind of your only option. Yeah. Kendall, seeing his buddy being attacked, sprung into action and tried to get the bear's attention away from off of his friend. And eventually Kendall kicked the bear and jumped onto its back. Wow. Pulled and, and like pulled its fur and eventually even pulled its ear at one point. Wow. Well... Was he on it for eight seconds? <laughs> no, I doubt it. <laughs> that would be one one ride there, huh? Ooh, one, yeah. Uh, well, this uh, definitely got the bear's attention, so now it starts attacking Kendall. It starts attacking him for a bit, and the bear so attacks him for a bit, and the bear kind of walks off. So they're like, okay. The guys uh, call out to each other to see if, if they're okay, but the bear wasn't finished. The bear comes back. Oh, boy. They have a tendency of doing that. Yeah, it's so weird. Why would they do that? To catch a breather? I, I don't know. Huh. I really don't. To survey what's going on? I don't know. Huh. Uh, it goes after Kendall again. Kendall said that he could hear the bear's teeth hitting his skull. Oh, yikes. He could feel he could feel when the bear bit down on his bones, and they, he could feel and hear the crunch. Oh. The bear then, for whatever reason, left again, and luckily this time it didn't come back. It felt like the, the damage was, the threat was over. I guess that's what I'm guessing. So the guys are in, are not in very good shape, obviously. Both, uh, both covered in blood. And they do run into their other buddies who call 911 and they help take them down the path where they met search and rescue and were transported by helicopter to the local hospital. Both men underwent multiple surgeries after sustaining major lacerations to the body, head, and the face. Wow. Actually, you know what, Dave? I'm going to show you the picture. Okay. All right, Dave. Well, I just showed you. What would you think? Oh, 
It's pretty gruesome. They're grizzly. We probably use that one too many times. (laughs) Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, the one guy had Frankenstein face. You know, it was just scar, just stitches all over. And then the other guy's like baby face. Yeah, he well, he he had a broken arm. So I take it that's the first one. Just had his arm broken. Yeah. And the guy that jumps on the bear's back got the worst, got the brunt. Yeah. Oh man, he's got to be so thankful for. He's got a wingman for life. You know. Oh. And they they've got always are always gonna have something to talk about. True, when, yeah. When it's right on his face, people are gonna ask questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, didn't you tell me your favorite uh, or yeah, what you want your favorite thing you would want to have is a is a huge scar from an animal? Not a huge scar. I want just something like hmm, that guy's been through something. <laughs> oh, a, 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 a tastefully placed one like they get at villains and movies. Yeah, you know? like that. I want to I want to look like a villain like <laughs> he's been through something. He looks dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. But yes, uh they had some really bad cuts on his head. Kendall had really bad cuts on his head and and it's all over his face and he's going to he's like he's going to be rocking some scars for the rest of his life. Yeah. Uh, so Kendall definitely got the worst of it. His buddy Brady said that he doesn't know how to pay back uh, Kendall, because uh, he Kendall, because he saved yeah. him, and he saved his life, and then said that they will be best friends for the rest of their lives. Oh yeah. Uh, and to my knowledge, both men made recoveries and are doing a lot better now. And I don't have any information about the bear. I couldn't find it anywhere. Huh. Uh, other than that, there are bears in operation in that area. Like there was like several. There were known grizzly bears to be in that area. Okay. But it's believed that the guys just got too close to a bear and thick brush, and it attacked them. They they don't think it was a mama bear. It was just they think it was a male bear, okay. and it just got too close. Maybe snuck up on them. I don't know exactly. Yeah. But that is that is the story there. Wow, that's crazy. Ugh. Hey, that's pretty. You know, those ra- they've got to be farmers or ranchers. You know, they all, they join the wrestling team because they're so dang strong. And then they decide, yeah, I'll I'll take on this bear for my friend. Yeah, you, you, you get that flight or flight response. Like he could have just ran away, and like I don't have to outrun the bear. Yeah. I just got to outrun you. He's like I already did. Yeah, those, those kind of could have done don't that, do but that. no, no, they don't do that. Kudos. So you're saying if a bear attacked me and you were the only, you're not going to jump on its back, Dave? Uh, I I'll jump on the back, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's about all I'd be able to do. Okay. I don't think I could be able to pull its ears. I don't think I'd be able to hang on as long as he did either. Yeah. I, I mean, think about it. They probably they probably do ride rodeo. He had one hand on so there it, to grab the ear. The way with that the other we're hand. picturing it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's actually what happened, but I kind of like to picture it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So the rest of the stories that we have for you are going to be from Florida from now on. Okay. Uh, and I had I had already written the bear story. Otherwise, it would have been all Florida. But I didn't think about it till after I wrote the bear story. But whatever. No, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, uh, so many things happened in Florida last year. A lot of crazy animal-related stories. So let's get into a couple. Okay. Now, this story isn't about an attack, but it is about the largest python ever found in Florida. Wow. Now, everyone should remember that pythons are not native to Florida. They should not be here. And we talked all about them in our invasive species uh, episodes. That's what they say about us uh, uh, moving in from the other states. That's what states. they say about, U- <laughs> about Utahns moving into Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I don't belong here. <laughs> uh, but we, we, yeah, we talked all about the pythons in our invasive uh, 
species episode where we covered it was just a Florida episode. I mean, we talked about different uh, invasive species in Florida, but I, I would say uh, the pythons are kind of the most iconic of the invasive yeah. species here in Florida. But uh, back in June last year, a massive Burmese python was captured, and it was 18 feet long and was a whopping 215 pounds. Wow. huge snake, shattering the previous record of 185 pounds. Now, that's not even... That's a huge difference there. 215. Is that John Cena's size? John Cena's bigger. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. darn. Well, probably now he's about 225. Oh, he's wow. leaned up. But uh, it was a female python. Now, females are larger than males not okay. always by a ton but they definitely are uh, the snake was euthanized and while studying the dead snake they found it broke another record she had the largest number of eggs ever found wow. with 122 developing eggs in her abdomen wow and i, I looked it up because i wasn't sure but pythons do lay eggs Okay. Because some snakes give live births, some don't. And uh, I, 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 for some reason, I thought they gave live birth, so I checked, and they lay eggs. Okay. Uh, and, like, normally, like, 80, to have 80 eggs is a lot of eggs. And she had 122. Wow. Uh, and they also found out that she had uh, hoof remains in her stomach from a deer. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this kind of goes to show that how much they have affected the actual local wildlife, uh, like by eating animals that, you know, wouldn't should normally be hunted by other predators. But the snakes are taking them out and yeah. taking out a lot of uh, local animals that should be there. So the snakes are a huge problem. Now they found that uh, the giant female. Uh, so, so how they found the giant female is actually really interesting. They found her by tracking a male. And they used it as a scout, what they call a scout snake, with a radio transmitter. So by following this breeding male, they can find and remove large females, large breeding females. Oh, okay. And remo also removes their eggs. They have actually followed this, uh, this male snake multiple times, and he has led them to removing five large females before. Wow. And they named, they named this male the MVP. Most valuable python. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wait, no, so, that's, that's really what was in the article. I didn't make that up. This is, this is like, so now the Forest Service has like what the CIA have, informants, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, the male snake just goes and bangs the lady snakes and be like, she's over there, bro. <laughs> Tackles them and says, we're taking you in and then talks to him. No, no, you got to send us to yeah. the other ones. But I've always found the uh, pythons in the Everglades a very interesting just very interesting in general. Yeah. And you're, you're going to have to go down south, Dave, and go visit the Everglades sometime soon. Oh, have, yeah. You haven't yet, have you? We haven't, no. Okay. That'd be so, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It's huge, too. It is pretty big. It's a national... Is it a national park? Or yes. A, okay. Yeah. I don't they've know what got, there is to do there. You've got a big Cypress National Park just above it, too. Okay. I mean, it's just a huge area of no no development. Yeah. Huh, it'd be but, interesting. What, what can you even do there? I don't know. They've got. I. I really don't know. I haven't looked that up yet. It's, but I know it, it takes up a large area. You can go hunting for pythons if you want. Probably could. Probably, probably see them off. Could. You see them off the side of the road. I haven't seen them yet, but I'm. Well, sure not around here, but like down south. If you're in the Everglades, you could see one on the side of the road. You, they they do it all the time. Oh wow! They have like comp. They have pull over like the bison. Oh look, honey, the <laughs> python. Oh look, it loves me. <laughs> we can call that stupid idiots of the Everglades. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But uh, 
they have, they have like competitions down there to see who can catch and kill the most. Oh, do they? Really? They'll do like, yeah, okay. they'll do like cash prizes and everything. Wow. It's like it's like a big deal down there now. They do it every year. Wow. Okay, so Dave, uh, I know you have some Florida gator stories for us, so why don't you hit us with them? Yeah. Yeah, so originally I was like, oh, I'll try and find a gator story in Florida. No, I found three in one year. It's <laughs> crazy. So the first one, we're going to start out with the first one. This takes place in Taylor Lake, Florida. This is actually in uh, 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 St. Petersburg area, like okay. Pinellas County. That's not far from here. No, that's where towards the beaches. Right. I don't. We didn't take you there. We normally go over there. We go. We like to go to Indian Rocks Beach, Clearwater Beach area, kind of around there. Okay. And so there's a big park along there. Um, there's a there's the the Pinellas Trail. It's a huge trail line that goes. Uh, I want to say north south through it, and uh, it's kind of an it's kind of a peninsula or or island from Tampa Bay, you know, okay. big one. But uh, so they've got an area over there called uh, Taylor Lake. So it's just but this is a freshwater lake, and it's a 150 acre park that they have there, John S. Park. Uh, so anyway, it's, I, but the, again, they have so many of these conservation parks, so many of these beautiful things. I gotta go, to, I gotta go to more of them. So anyway, this is gonna, uh, make me want to go to this one, you know, <laughs> anyway, uh, I have to be careful, of course. But anyway, there was a, a man there, a 47 year old named Sean McGinnis. Uh, he learned, he earned a living retrieving, uh, Frisbees from disc golf or no. Frisbee golf, you yeah. know? They're the, the disc. I guess they call them I, discs. I, I didn't say that. I've gotten into disc golf. Have you really? Yeah. Oh, I right do. on. I, we, we, during the uh, fall and summer, we were going like every week. Oh, sweet. It's fun. It's fun. And it's yeah, pretty I always cheap. wanted to get into it. It's like free most places. And actually, so Ogden, Utah, where I live, uh-huh. it's like the capital of Frisbee. Like they have the world championships there. Oh, wow. <laughs> right on. If that means anything. But yeah, I, I'm into Frisbee golf now. So I get, I mean, I get it because I've lost some in... In the oh, water. Yeah, I've had to go swim after him before. Wouldn't do it here. I'm already <laughs> guessing what happens. Sweet. But, yep, yeah. All right. Keep going. Yeah, it doesn't sound. It's. it's uh, I think you're getting on the on the right track. <laughs> Trail. No pun intended. But anyway. So yeah, he would he would make a living retrieving these and then selling them for five bucks each. Wow. And so I mean, here this says he he would he's made up to a hundred and fifty dollars daily from doing this. From thinking that's losing like three hundred dollar retrieval. Or 300, or sorry, 300, no, I'm sorry, not 300. Gosh, what is the matter with me? That's 30, no. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so after that uh, little pause there, um, where I had to discover my math skills, or lack of thereof, <laughs> that's like saying he retrieved 30 discs in a day and sell it. 150 bucks. Wow. That's Crazy. A, how do you lose, how do people lose so many of them? I, I guess there's what a lot they... that goes on in that park, you know? Yeah. Or or it or just gets lucky because he could earn up to that, you know. Right, right. But yeah. So anyway, fate would have it. Uh, May third. Oh wait, I know why. Because see, people throw in the pond. They're like, I'm not going in there. There you go. To or go get it. Or Buddy's drunk. Oh, go get mine. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going in there. I ain't going in there. But this yeah. guy will go in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, uh, long story short, May thirty first, twenty twenty two. Uh, they found McGinnis's body, miss, and it was also, and his body itself was also missing three limbs. Three limbs. Yeah, suspected of drowning after getting attacked by the gators. Yeah. Um, so you know he knew there were the dangers. There's gators in there, but 
you know, he ended up going in anyway. A lot of people think it could be because he was determined not to beg for food or money, things like that. It seemed like he was hard on, you know, down on his luck, whatever. And this is what he did to get, get by. So, right. you know, when you need money, you, you kind of do risky things. And this was one. They say it was probably because um, this is a time period, I think it was between the late March, early April to June is their mating season. And so I, a lot of them are on edge. It's funny because I've, I've read up on this stuff now. So they're like, they, you know, they tell you, yeah, this is probably why, you know, they're a little more aggressive this period. But honestly, mm-hmm. there's not much of a period between because they've got, they go from March to June is mating season. And then from, uh, what, from June to about August is the, uh, what do you call it, the egg season where they're laying the eggs. Right. And then from then to September is the hatching. So then you've got so you've got the males aggressive from March to June, and from then on till September you've got females aggressive. Females aggressive. So yeah, you don't have a you don't have Not much, much of a, of a window. Reprieve, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was kind of sad though to have to have that happen to him. But yeah, and that, I mean that's close. That's not even that far from me. No, it's not. Within an hour. But yeah, so that was that was too bad. But uh, even just one. Here's a second attack. This is Lake Manatee, Florida. This is down. Uh, we, you, you know, when we took went to Casperson Beach, drove the seventy five down. We actually passed. I don't know. All the roads look the same. There's no mountains here to guide me, so no, I don't know what's no, anything. Yeah, there's nothing. In fact, that'll actually kind of play in with one, one of the stories. Okay. Um, anyway, if you drive down the seventy five, you go to like Sarasota. A lot of people have heard of Sarasota, that area, um, Bradenton. Then they have manatee. That a lot of that's kind of the manatee area because okay. a lot of them come in through the bay that way. Uh, when it's in, when it's cold, they'll come in to warmer waters. But they have a lake manatee that's more inland. This was an area. This was part of a river that was dammed up to create a lake uh, at one point. And so it's artificial, created sometime in the 1960s. So anyway, uh, lots of kayaking, fishing, camping, whatever. They got plenty of stuff there. Small beach. So anyway, there was a man that was here. His name was Eric Murda. Uh, was swimming in the lake on July seventeenth, twenty twenty-two. And anyway, after he was done swimming, he left that lake without an arm. No longer had an arm. Okay. So what happened was he was can he had camped there and and kind of lost his way. He he was they've got videos of him where he kind of explains. He tells the whole story. He's a really nice guy. Like, didn't seem completely down. You know, just this is just life. Lost. You know, yeah, part of life. And yeah, kind of. So he was like recording himself during no, his journey. No, news is record him. News record him. Record him. Oh, but, yeah. He. Okay. Uh, anyway, so what happened is he's there camping, lost his way. He was saying, he's like, you know, it's crazy because you can't see anything, and it's true. In Florida, um, and in fact, a lot of the South is like this. It's just trees all over, and it's thick. Like, you don't really have an opening unless someone made an opening for a farm or something. Other than that, it's just thick trees, right. and you've got, uh, lar- and there's always large areas of uh, um, low areas, too, where it's just going to feel swampy or marshy. And so he's walking around lost, doesn't know where, where he's going, you know, finally hits the lake, and he sees it. So he's at the lake, and he's like, well, I need to get to the other side. But again... Like I talked about, it's a pain in the butt trying to walk around if yeah. there's no trail. It really is. Uh, you, it's marshy. 
And so he's like, well, forget it. I'm not walking all the way around trying to trudge around this thing. He's Because t- he's been lost. Already. He's already yeah. been lost. So he's now tired. he sees a way out. He's like, I'll just swim it. Start swimming. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Start swimming across. And uh, not long after, he saw an alligator approaching his right side. So he's like, oh, boy. And the alligator grabs his right arm. So he saw and he, he felt it. So he grabs the gator He's like, with his left arm, reaches around to grab it. But when he does that, the gator rolls backwards and throws his arm back. So now he, lose, he loses control. He's not, oh. he's not uh, controlling the gator anymore. Like he didn't have a grasp of it with his left arm anymore. So once that happened, um, it, started, it kept dragging him underwater. And he's fighting with it, trying to stay up above. Finally, the third time when it came up, after they came up, um, with the struggle, it started death rolling. Ooh. Took his arm off. Took his lost arm it, off. Lost wow. it. Yeah, that death roll. That's that's named that for a reason. Yeah. So he anyway, Murda swam back to shore and started screaming for help. Got assistance three days later. What? Yeah. He's been I, lost for that long. Apparently, yeah. It was crazy. This reminds me of that. Remember that show? Uh, or that movie? Well, it was based on a real story of the guy in Utah. Who that twenty seven oh, hours? Yeah, 70, 70, was it seventy two hours? Something like that? Forty eight hours? One of those? Something like that? I think it was seventy two, wasn't it? That would make sense. Yeah, and he had to cut his arm off. Yeah, this is just like that, just alligator version. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe the guy's still alive. He was lost in a swamp, and yeah, for, for another three days after he lost his arm. Yeah, and then what happened when they found him? You know, um, he got it. Well, he got hospital. He's he had to get surgery. That they had to amputate the rest of it off. Right. But he's yeah, like I said, he's fine. They interviewed him. He was standing up, just talking, telling his story. Wow. So he's alive and well. That's. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. Uh, he he said uh, when he got off, he was, he's like, I'm just trying to follow anything because there's still no one around. So he's like, I'm trying to follow anything. You see power lines, you f- I follow it. If I see the sun, I'm following it. I'm just trying to do anything to find civilization again. Wow. So he felt like he was going around in circles. Probably was, you know, but finally got help. Yeah. That's a so, wild story. Yeah, that one's really crazy. It is. Well, luckily he lived. The, you know, the, yeah, and he's the other guy didn't. So here we go, number three, the third one. This is in Lake Thunatasasa. I, I hope Thunatasasa. I pronounced. I hope I pronounced that right because I'm still I'm not a native here, but I think <laughs> that's what it is. And again, close to me. It is so Another close. Another one. It is. It is literally across the four from me, um, and a little bit, a little bit west. Okay. But it's not far so at all. So all three of these have been taken pretty They're close They're all close. To you. They're all within it. Well, I take it back. Lake Manatee. To get to Lake Manatee, you kind of have to go around. Yeah, whatever. And it's it was, close So enough. it would take about an hour and a half for us. But it's still. Yeah. Yeah. That's really close. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, Lake Thanatasasa. It's a huge lake. Mm-hmm. In fact, they say it's, you know, one of the big ones they have here in Florida. Um, let's see. So this used to be a quarry for the Seminole Indians. Um, notice there's the, the area to the west of it is Seminole, Florida, if I remember right. Just, and that's where they have the Hard Rock uh, Casino mm-hmm. is there. But uh, anyway, so this is, again, another state park along Hillsborough River, uh, which runs through through the place. So uh, here we go. They, they had uh, a man that was swimming in there, Juan Carlos Laverde. Juan Carlos Laverde. Mm. I think I said that you right. You said this. You made it sound good. <laughs> yeah. 
So anyway, he's swimming. He's uh, so I looked into to this guy. He's a pretty cool guy too. Served in the military, um, and he was doing. Uh, he, he's into fitness, so he was doing kind of an instructional or, or promotional video for an upcoming fitness thing that they were going to do. You know how they do like, uh, what to say like. The mud run you've heard of yeah, that in yeah. Utah, things like that, you know. So they were going to do one of those, and he's doing a promotion for it. So he's swimming in this lake, and he's got a buddy with an aerial drone filming him. And they actually Wait. catch this. Okay, so the guy. Okay, the guy's. Okay, I got it. Yeah. It makes and, sense now. And he's not far, and like he's not because even though it's a big lake. Oh, oh, oddly enough, even though it's a huge lake, um, the average depth is six feet. In oh the lake. wow. And the deepest part is only 13. It's, <laughs> it's not deep. That's yeah. very interesting. But it is huge. It's, if you see it on the map, you'll, okay. you'll see it. But he's not swimming far offshore. He's pretty close to shore. He's just swimming across, you know. And you see it crazy because you've got the drone and you can see it. He didn't see it at all. So wait, he hold didn't on. see it coming. Slow down. <laughs> you oh, get excited. So the, they got the drone on this guy, and they're filming him, right? Uh huh. And now you're saying there's a gator coming he's, up. Yep, he's swimming. Yeah. Oh wow. And in the drone, the drone arrow footage of the drone. You see, you see uh, Juan swimming, and then you see something else swimming, coming perpendicular right to him. Do 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 do. Obviously, almost, he doesn't. Actually, see Actually, it. it wasn't quite perpendicular. It was almost head on, but they're at an angle. You know, because mm-hmm. they were both coming off the shore, go, you know, going this way. Boom. All of a sudden, whoosh, splashes. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Wow. And and uh, La, um, La Verde, he he described it. He said he could feel because it, it when it first got to him, it clamped his head oh. right to the head. And he said he could he could feel the teeth and the tongue on his body. Like mm-hmm. he could just feel it. And then he felt the the uh, the the teeth piercing right into his face his and his jaw snapped oh, oh it was bad one's jaw snapped and it uh, yeah, yeah okay. no yeah yeah the jo- the alligator's jaws snapped on got it and broke one's his jaw jaws. yeah broke his jaw yeah but uh, it only lasted didn't last long and he gets back and swims he gets away and swims so and then uh when he gets out he's yelling for someone hey i need some help and they're like well, what happened? And some guy's like, what happened? He's like, alligators. Like, oh my goodness. Call an ambulance, rush him. And then he's like, hey, tell my buddy. I've got a buddy. Because his buddy wasn't there. It was Because he, he had the drone, but he was somewhere else. Oh, he's far away doing the drone. Yeah. And so he's like, tell my buddy. I'm, I'm at the hospital. So anyway, he gets there. It was crazy. Um, he gets to the emergency room. Six hour craniotomy. Because they uh, his head was also smashed in. His oh, skull wow. cracked and smashed in. Um See he, again. He had some scars too. Yeah, you know from when you show the baritone. Right. This, this guy has scars too, and you could see like his head. Uh, I want to say it would have been his right side of his head, concaved in right oh. here on this temp by his temple area, concaved in, and he lost. He had some nerve damage. You could tell he couldn't. His his I think it was his left side that was drooping, if I remember right. Uh, kind of droops, but he's he was talking and everything. It was. Hit, really scary though, sketchy until everything went well with the surgery, and he's he's recovered. He's wow. a strong guy. He and he said when he when he he didn't see the alligator coming, he just felt it when it got there, and he was like, I just did everything I could. I to open. I shoved my arms, my hands in, opened his jaw. Pride and you know, yeah. Open. And alligator bites. Well, are, the bite is the most powerful oh, thing. Yeah. Actually, you can actually pry it, but it, it's not easy. 
Well, he's he's not prying from the tips. He put his arms in. Oh. So again, it's going to create. He doesn't have as much fulcrum as if trying it on right. the on the ends. And he's so his forearms are going to get strong guy. Hit the teeth and everything. Yep, yep. But a strong guy and even even stronger being able to survive that too. But yeah, it was impressive. So he's yeah. Kudos to him. It's again in my book. But all of these three gator jacks. stories have happened within an hour yeah. ish from you. Yeah. Oh, and this one was in August. And so again, like I said when I was telling earlier, August is the hatching season. So yeah, they yeah. think I was probably a mother or a mother protecting its hatchlings it's coming very, out, or very they hadn't hatched yet. You know, because it because it ranges within a month, a month and a half. Okay. So, yeah. so I have a question for you. So you lived here during. All the, when all those happened, did you ever hear anything about them on no. the news or anything? I, you know, I don't really watch the news, so I hadn't, I hadn't watched, I hadn't heard anything. I talked to neighbors, and they'll, they usually tell me stuff that can go, that goes on. But yeah, we didn't hear about this. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but yeah, it was too bad. It's all super it's, close by. Don't were, go swimming around here. It really is. No, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's funny because you hear people saying, "No, it's fine. They'll leave you alone. You can swim in there." I'm still like, I, no. I don't dare. And then you get stuff like this. It's like, I was right. I'm not going in. <laughs> I, I told you. But people will still do it. Because it honestly, it still is rare. Yeah, it's, it's very rare. But still, three of them happened last year. So Yeah. So, yeah. Don't At least go, three. Don't go to that Gator Isle we talk about. In, no, I'm not in swimming Edward there. Park, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Dave, good stories. I'm glad you had those. Yeah. All right, so for, I got one more story for us this episode, and this one is also in Florida, and we're going to go to Keaton Beach in Taylor County. It's um, That's up north it's, of us. It's I more, it's, I guess the closest place is Tallahassee. Okay. It's like 60 miles, yeah. but it's off around that area. The Gulf. Yes, and we are going to meet 17-year-old Allison Betha. She is out scalloping, so she's hunting for scallops. Yeah. And she is with her older brother, uh, Rhett. He is 22. And they are in water about five feet deep-ish. Okay. And out of nowhere, uh, a shark bites Addison. Ooh. Bites her on her leg. And the water quickly turns red. Her brother, Rhett, sees what is happening and swims over there. Uh, but before Rhett could ar- arrive to help, Addison tries fighting off fighting the shark you know she she said that she remembered hearing that if you get attacked to punch it in the snout punch uh-huh. it in the face get its gouge its eyes do put your uh, hands in their fins you know you're just trying to do anything to survive at that point so she started doing that kind of stuff fighting with the shark but all she could really do was you know she she got some punches in and she uh that was really all she could do uh, she was obviously screaming for help, and Rhett made it over and beat the shark until it let go. Oh, wow. But it actually it let go. It, it bit her twice. Oh. It bit her once in the lower leg, and then it took a it took a big mean bite out of her thigh. Oh, Lower yikes. thigh area. And uh, now the only info I have on the shark is that it was believed to be around nine feet long. That's pretty big shark. That is a good size shark, and I could not find anywhere. I looked, tried to find on any source I could to try to find out what type of shark it was. We don't know that. Okay. I do not know what kind of shark. I mean, we could speculate and guess, but we have no idea. Yeah. And then, so, uh, Rhett 
the brother helps fight the shark away, and Rhett uh, then flags down a stranger's boat that picks them up. And the shark, like I said, it bit her twice, and she's bleeding pretty bad. Mm. And they got her on the boat, and they call an ambulance. And while they're, so they're driving the boat to shore, and where an ambulance is going to be there to pick them up. And Rhett is a EMT, so oh, okay. he, uh, he kind of knows what to do, but he uh, applies a tourniquet on the upper thigh to help try to stop the bleeding. Yeah. She was then airlifted to Tallahassee Mem- Memorial Hospital, and she was rushed right into emergency surgery. It was a really nasty wound to her leg. Uh, the second bite really, really was the worst thing, really got her bad. Doctors tried to save the leg, but they did end up um, amputating it. Oh, they amputated her leg, her right leg, uh, just above the knee, which was fortunate because they were almost had to go to the hip. Oh, wow. So they were able to save that portion left. And then they're able to kind of cut off the leg in a manner where it would fit a prosthetic. Okay, yeah. So she's going to be able to do that as well. So that's way better than the hip, apparently. Yeah. Oh. Uh, pretty bad attack. A pretty bad attack when you lose a limb. Yeah. Especially when you're so young. But uh, even after all this happened to Addison, she said she was uh, supposedly in very good spirits. But it is sad that she has that happen. She she was a cheerleader, or she is a cheerleader. Okay. Cheerleader, played tennis. So wow. she's an athlete too. And, you know, she's going to enter her senior year next year and without a body part. <laughs> oh, but uh, that is, it's very sad. It is very sad. Uh, but the first, she's she was written really in good spirits. She's one of those people that, so that's a good thing. And the first thing she said to her parents after surgery was that she wanted a Frosty from Wendy's. <laughs> nice. It could be a good advertisement for Wendy's. You know, that's the good thing about Florida. People in Florida have a good attitude about bad things that happen. Maybe. Kind they, of... I've noticed a lot with a lot of people here. They just, they're just very good about that. Maybe there's something there. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Uh, there is a GoFundMe page to help with the medical bills, and it, last, and it had gotten over $60,000 to help, so that's oh, good. that's good. Uh, but yeah, I actually saw that Florida had the most unprovoked shark attacks last year than anywhere else in the world. Oh, boy. However, with that said, shark attacks were actually down. Oh, okay. Even here. They were oh, down okay. kind of worldwide this last year. Maybe, we're, you know, we used to do that, uh, the shark attack statistics every year. Yeah. We'll have to do that again for last year. Okay. But yeah, they were they were uh, lower than they had been in previous years. Well, that's uh, good. And there's no, who knows if there's any rhyme or reason to it. I think, I think just nature is random and chaotic. Yeah. That could have, that could have been the name of the show, random and chaotic. There you go. Yeah. But Dave, that is going to wrap up the show. I hope everyone enjoyed these stories. I feel a little rusty doing it, but I think we're, 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 we got it. I think we got it. It's like riding a bike. Like riding a bike. You're right. Uh, And this is where we typically give out shout outs to everyone who made reviews and emailed us or anything like that. But we're not going to do that. I just want to thank everyone, actually. Yeah. We want to thank everyone who contacted us in the last year. A lot of people asked if we're going to come back, if their people were genuinely worried about us. Is everything okay? Did something happen? 
Well, uh, nope. Dave just moved to Florida. <laughs> moved to the butthole. <laughs> My condolences. <laughs> so uh, we just want to thank every everyone. It really helps knowing that people enjoy the show that, and it makes a difference. So really, thank you. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, and we will have more for you. This, like I said, this is only part one. We're probably gonna have a three part with all of these, and then then we can go from there and do whatever we want. Sweet. Again. So, Dave. If you remember this, if anyone wants to shout out or they want to help us out, what can they do? Oh, boy. Here we go. Go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to. Subscribe, rate, review. Give us five stars. Say something you like about the show. really helps us to gain more traction, gain more listeners. If you really want to help us out, uh, you could, you know, uh, make a little donation. Help us get a leg up on some more uh, podcasts coming out, coming your way. Good one on there. (laughs) Sorry, bad form. I couldn't help it. All right. Yes, if anyone wants to get into contact with us, you can email us at forceofnaturepod at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. And, you know, that's... I forgot we I forgot how to do our proper sign-off, but... Uh, Me too! <laughs> yeah, we, we, we I didn't... I, I always had a page that, like, I would flip from notebook to notebook and telling me what to say at the end. But anyway, I do you're remember va- this part. Yeah, you're on vacation. You don't have yeah. it. <laughs> but I do remember this part. This is Force of Nature Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Tell your friends. Be a part of building us up. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.